to the Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. I just said, no, I think it's a time. Let's let's remove the IUD. Let's see what happens with my body. And to be frank, I was a little afraid because where my physical body was at that time, I was very happy with it. I'm, you know, in a good body fat range. I feel happy in my clothes. Is Your this going to affect everything? Yeah, absolutely. Is that going to affect when I make this change? I've never been. I've always been on the pill or an IUD for probably since I was 14 or 15. Welcome to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. My name is Eliza Gelman and this is a goodie. I just did a poll on Instagram to see if you all were interested more in one topic or another and you all overwhelmingly said you wanted to hear about lifestyle, fitness, as well as hormones. And what I wanted to do on this episode is really dive into a more lifestyle-based approach conversation about hormones. Today we have Marissa West. Marissa West, you have probably heard about her, and if you haven't, then you are absolutely still going to devour this episode. We had Marissa and her old business partner, Heidi, on the podcast last March. So if you want to go back and get a feel for some of her thoughts on nutrition, some of her previous thoughts on fitness, a little bit about the business and how it was run, then absolutely go enjoy that episode. Today is going to be taking a full full 180, going deep diving into Marissa's experience with fertility, hormones, her increasing different types of food, what that's been like as far as body dysmorphia and health shaming uh, goes. I think that it's really important to talk about these things because as women and going through a potential fertility journey, talking about the tribulations and the struggles that might come with with trying to conceive or at least trying to regulate your hormones, trying to have a normal period again. Maybe you've been on birth control for a long period of time or maybe you're not struggling with this, but you want to be able to have a real conversation with someone who is or essentially just learning more about your experience in your female human body. With this episode, I also wanted to dive deep into perspectives on dating. I think that in the dating world, there the conversation really does end up being, it ends up feeling like the grass is always greener on the other side. And Marissa gives a really, really amazing testimonial to why that's not always the case. And as someone who is so confident and carries herself with so much grace and eloquence, but with a lot of compassion for others, I think I think she gives a really great perspective on this as a woman and someone someone who observes people in the dating world all the time. Sometimes it's nice to get a third-party perspective. I'm so excited for today's episode. Marissa came in and we sat down for an hour and a half. We caught up, we sh- shot the shit a little bit, and then we got deep into hormones, dating, advice, fitness, business, and we really, we just got into it. 
If you aren't familiar with Marissa, she is the founder of West Kept Secret, which was established in 2011. She is the owner and founder, like I mentioned. Uh, She began experimenting with different workout modalities to achieve optimum fitness levels and results for each of her clients. The West Kept Secret methodology combines cardio, strength training, and Pilates into one high-intensity interval format. West Cup Secret clients experience results-driven workouts at every single class. Uh, so essentially, she has been in this space and in this industry for almost 15 years. And her acumen and her the way she takes up space in this incredible industry is also reflected in the Carolina Panthers Top Cats, Miss USA, Miss Universe, other prominent influencers and influential partnerships. Uh, She's worked with Olivia Culpo. She has really been all over the place. She's been in fitness publications like Shape, Cooking Light, Men's Health, Pop Sugar, and Live Strong Magazine. Needless to say, Marissa's been all over the place. We're so excited to have her on. If you're a Charlotte local, make sure you listen to the end for a giveaway. All you have to do is comment on Instagram. What is your favorite part of this episode? Tag a friend. Any single comment, any single tag is another entry. And you can win an unlimited membership to West Cap Secret for an entire month. So if you've been interested in it or you tried a class and you're like, oh man, I want to, but I'm on a bit of a budget, this is your opportunity. We're also giving away if you are not a Charlotte local, you can also win one month unlimited online streaming. All of these classes are incredible. I have taken a class. It is so fun. It really hits the abs. I feel like the abs are popping after every single class. You don't leave and feel like you're dying or you can't walk, but you feel strong and lean and toned after every single class. I'm a huge fan personally. Without further ado, Let's dive into some hormone ovulation, sex drive, relationship, lifestyle conversations with Miss Marissa West. All right, we're back. Marissa, welcome back to the Hotter Than Health podcast. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm so happy you're here and it's worked out so beautifully because we're recording right up the street from West Kept. It's easy. It's beautiful day outside. Things are feeling good on a Monday. It's perfect. Just again, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. So this is your second time on the podcast. The first time we had you on, it was you and your uh, former business partner, and that was a great conversation. We learned so much. Today, we want to dive more into you personally, you as, yes, a business owner, but someone in the fitness space who is a, who's really a mentor for so many. What what goes on behind the scenes for you personally to be able to preach or practice what you already preach? Sure. I think that being authentic to who you are as a fitness professional, so whatever your your mantra is, mm-hmm. and for me it is truly just being the best version of myself, which Mm -hmm. then translates hopefully to the studio floors, to my personal training clients, to the entire WestCap community and practicing what you preach. So Mm -hmm. you'll see me taking classes with clients and potentially modifying if I'm having a day where things are just really, really brutal. And um, in addition, 
with the practice what you preach, just whatever you've gone through, just living your most authentic self. And I think that over the last year, I've really been able to find who I am as an individual, kind of going through a personal rebrand, somewhat of a, of a business rebrand. And it's been really cool to see that evolution of who I am becoming and who I've become and continuing mm-hmm. to grow and learn and where the business is going. So I'm just all about authenticity and really leaning into this mm-hmm. and leaning into that going into this next season for for me that's so nice to hear and and so true I think that a lot of the times yeah these giant it looks like we're landing planes <laughs> with these damn no, you're great. just doing a little readjust <laughs> but w- with your personal and yes business rebrand I know you had a, a split from your partner but it's you're in a new era of you if you looked at yourself a year ago and you looked at your training style or your lifestyle, what would you say is your biggest, what would you say is the biggest difference between that Marissa and this Marissa today? Oh, I love that. The biggest difference for me is I have always and will always have the hustle DNA gene. It's just embedded in who I am. I can't get away from it, but I will say what I have changed in the last year is learning to still lean into that hustle gene, but finding balance in my personal life and my relationships with my family and my friends and making sure that business is still a priority, but can I find a little more balance and make the two work in a little bit more of a simpatico way? Mm -hmm. Because over the last really decade, it's been grind, 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 there's no fun. It's just work, work, work. And I think that has helped, helped me get to where I am. But the last year has been really leaning into balance Mm -hmm. and it hasn't been easy with some of the changes that we've had. And it was, I would say from September to March was all about readjusting, pivoting, rebranding, and getting the team into a new headspace as well. Mm. And really from March on, I've scaled back on some of the classes that I'm teaching, taking really a limited number of clients so that I can work on the creative fun side of the brand that Mm. I never really got a chance to really look into and, and lean into and also focus on family and relationships. And so sure. it's just a whole new season for me of balance and I'm enjoying it. I'm having to practice that because it's still hard. Sure, it's programmed into you. It is. And so when I'm like, okay, it's time to wrap things up. You're off of Instagram. You're just going to spend 15 minutes reflecting, meditating, journaling, or going for a walk with, mm-hmm. with my husband or whatever it might be. That's a whole new me because it would be, I'm going to do that on top of doing something else on my phone at the same time. Yes. Passive product or what is it? Passive productivity is okay. I'll go for a nice walk, but I'll be doing emails at the same time or I'll be on social media responding while I'm sitting next to my husband because that's quote unquote quality time. 100%. Because last time we were speaking and I won't keep referring to that, but it it is interesting because we talked so much about nutrition. You were like, okay, yes, I I do this for breakfast. I do this for lunch. And then throughout the day, I wake up at 4am. I have my cup of coffee. I do my thing. And it was every moment planned out to a T until 7pm every single night. And that was years and years and years. And you just came in the building and you said, yeah, I have my first client starting around noon and that goes until five. And I'm so pumped for you. 
it's the best <laughs> feeling in the world to be able. And, and for me, that's allowed me to be so much more creative with the programming that I'm doing with them. My mind is on them. Mm. It's that full hour. They deserve that attention. Yes. And I've been, you know, in the past, I'm working with clients and I'm thinking about 18 other things and yes. what do I need to get done? And oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this day? And now it's, you know, a few clients, I'm able to really give them all that they deserve mm. and need and be creative on their programming and then have the opportunity earlier in the day. So today I spent about two hours of just business prep, content planning and other creative avenues that have allowed me to just be creative. And Mm -hmm. it's just such a fun new chapter for me. And I'm just, I'm loving it. I'm so glad. And you just flex a different part of your brain. You need that. I love that. It's, it's like, Hey, this is tough or we have to change something on the pro on the, um, content planning side last mm-hmm. minute for example something else has popped up and it's like okay I get to be creative and, and think on the fly in a different way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm loving learning this new part of the business and having other we've had some other folks kind of getting involved in it with me and being able to be collaborative I'm just it's I feel like I'm thriving and it's yeah. um, it's a unique place for me to be in but I'm loving it and I'm learning to slow down just a little bit Yeah. And you've been the muscle for so long that it really is, you get to now be the strategist, which is really how in, in the game of life, that is the puppeteer, the strategist. So you can really make things move the way you want them to. Absolutely. We talk about hustle. We talk about movement. We talk about finding balance. And you mentioned meditating or doing things mindfully. When you are speaking to your female clients, which is primarily your clientele, we, I think we touched on it last time, but what are some of the main concerns that people have? It's, it's easy to go straight to body image, but because it's, it's a physical, it's a physical career and container that we're talking about, but what are some of the main issues that your female clients are experiencing, whether it be where they're storing body fat, energy, hormones, mental space what what are you hearing what are you seeing you know I've seen a shift over the last I'd say three years of when new clients come on board or our personal trainers have we have weekly meetings and monthly meetings where we dive in what are you seeing with new clients what are some of the issues that they're having and overall between some of our PTs and my own clients I'm noticing a trend of less about coming in and wanting to focus on one area or I, I want to get abs or I want to you know build my glutes that's still there but there's more of a shift of I just need to feel better I want to move safer I want to feel good for my family for my kids and I know the physical will come but mm-hmm. I want to focus on the mental headspace that I'm in maybe they're you know coming out of a divorce and mm-hmm. that's been very emotionally taxing mm-hmm. for them or a death in the family they're caring for an elderly loved one I mean I've seen I've really seen it all and leading with the emotional side and then the physical will come has definitely been a shift I've noticed mm-hmm. over the last 3 years the other piece is the hormone piece that I I feel like um, I've talked about this in other podcasts, but there is a shift on social media to bring awareness to hormones Mm -hmm. and how that does affect you, especially women and our monthly cycle, you know, cycle syncing that's become really popular and understanding how exercise nutrition can impact fertility 
And Mm. that has been another shift. I've gone through it personally. And I've seen that for clients who are coming in saying, you know, I'm on a fertility journey, Mm. but I've heard great things about your company. I'm interested in doing one-on-one. I do want to be in shape, but do it in a way that's going to support this journey. Yeah. And I'm loving that I'm seeing that shift because I think that's so important. And I do think that when I came in the fitness sphere, when I was 21 years old, it was how lean can I get? How quickly can I get there? Okay, get me there. And let me work out with the the boys. Honestly. Absolutely. And again, there are folks who are coming in for just an aesthetic goal, but there's, it's, it's a lot less, frankly. Yeah. And that's exciting to see because the body positivity movement has allowed us to kind of say, let's be happy with where we are and let's get healthy and mm-hmm. healthy is going to look different for each individual. Mm-hmm. And, and let's think about longevity. You're saying exactly. all these things that lend themselves to longevity. And, and I love that there's this trend. There's also a trend of moving out of even just a vegan lifestyle, moving yeah. out of supplements, overly, overly consuming supplements, all of these different things. It seems like people are trying to find an equilibrium. So the pendulum always swings. It was really, really extreme. And then for some, I'm sure this will be their extreme, but right now it does sound like your clientele at least is trying to find their equilibrium. You mentioned that you have gone through your own fertility, well, hormone journey. And fertility too. Yeah. I'm kind of dead in the middle of actually right now. Okay. And this is, again, your your space. You speak on as much or as little as you want to. Absolutely. when did your hormone fertility journey start and and what was the, what was the catalyst for that? Absolutely. So... Last year, September 2022 was when, you know, my husband and I had had conversations. I've always known in the back of my head, I think I want to be a parent, but would I make a good parent? And this business is really my baby right now. So the two of us, you know, my husband and I have kind of just said, if it happens, it happens when the timing is right, the timing is right. And before you know it, I'm 34. 10 years have gone by. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Do we want to do this? And we decided in September, let's go ahead. Well, really, he's like, you can, you can make the call because it's going to be your body, but he's very, has been very supportive about kind of the when. We are going to talk. I want to talk about supportive partners in a second. Absolutely. By the way. 100%. And, um, I just said, you know, I think it's a time. Let's let's remove the IUD. Let's see what happens with my body. And to be frank, I was a little afraid because where my physical body was at that time, I was very happy with it. I'm, you know, in a good body fat range. I feel happy in my clothes. Is this going to everything? Yeah, absolutely. Is that going to affect when I make this change? I've never been. I've always been on the pill or an IUD for probably since I was 14 or 15. This week's episode is brought to you by Organifi. This has been my most loyal, most incredible partnership that I've ever been a part of. You've heard me talk about it so many times, but let me tell you that as I travel more for work, it becomes so imperative for me to ensure that in the morning, before my day gets going, before everything gets crazy and meals can be unpredictable, as much as I'd love to meal prep, it doesn't always work out that way, especially if I'm on the road. Having the greens juice in the morning has been life-changing and the travel packets have been a game changer. In the morning, what I do is I take the Organifi Greens Juice, and it's the original flavor. I do half of that packet each morning into a large glass of water. I mix it up, 
It's super easy. It doesn't get all clumpy at the bottom if you mix it really well. I I put it down the hatch. I don't sip on it. I just chug it. It feels great. Not only does it get my digestion going, if you know what I mean, but it also fills in a lot of my nutritional gaps that I'm not getting throughout the day when I am traveling. Something that I also really love about this is that it doesn't have that super sweet flavor that a lot of these other greens powders have. It tastes like greens, but with a minty freshness. It has adaptogens like ashwagandha to ensure that our nervous system is feeling good and aligned. It doesn't have the crash. It has a bit of matcha in it so that you are getting a little bit of that L-theanine. You're getting nice minerals. You're getting these amazing vitamins, all of the benefits that you want from a greens juice. This is why I recommend it so highly, especially the travel packets for your travel. You can give it to your kids. You can give it to anyone. Of course, do what works for you. I do what works for me. I take half of a packet, but I've enjoyed it and I notice a huge change and a huge curb in my sugar cravings and in my salt cravings throughout the day if I start my day with the Organifi, especially before coffee. You can try the Organifi Greens Juice Powder either in the canister or if you travel a ton like me, then you can try it in the travel packets. You can get 20% off of any of these products or any of my favorite products at Organifi.com backslash HTH. Again, that is Organifi.com backslash HTH for all of your greens juice and supplemental needs. Can I ask which IUD you had? Sure. um, Kylina. Okay. Okay. And I had that the entire duration of um, having an IUD and went to remove it, kind of thinking, okay, when is the period coming back? There was, you know, some spotting from September through January, but not a regular cycle. And I know right away, I have a pretty good background in working with female clients, understanding the cycle, how quickly it should come back, you know, can take anywhere from three to six months to come back. But around January, February was when I said, you know what, I'm not on a regular cycle. I'm doing ovulation sticks just to see, am I ovulating? And they're all coming back, you know, with a sad face. You're not ovulating. Okay. So that led me to say, okay, it's time to get in with my OBG and do a follow-up and see what's going on. And I also, I like want to, I want to mention that it's really nice to hear you say you actually did give your body time. Some people rush that process and it looks different for everybody. And I'm sure some people it happens the next month. Some people happens in a year and that's totally fine. But I like that you were doing what you needed to do on top of that, not just waiting for a period, but actually doing the ovulation strips and actually doing that. Absolutely. And I'll be honest, I'm a very results driven person. So not seeing I'm back on a regular cycle, what's going on was very mentally taxing for me. And I thought, should I get in sooner? But I know three to six months, you've got to give your body time. Think about 15 years prior or longer, how long is that going to take to come back? You have to take that into consideration. So yeah. I knew the patient's game and wanted to see that through. And I think my OBG was very appreciative. Hey, you have given your body time. Let's get you on. Step one was let's do a jump start of a round of Provera, which is a progesterone-based uh, medication to jumpstart your period. You're going to take it for 10 days, and then typically it comes back on day 11 through 15, 
and you'll be back on a regular cycle, let's see. And that was, of course, after we had done blood work to determine mm-hmm. progesterone is low, this is the route that we want to go. Okay, okay. So you had already figured out on that panel progesterone yeah, was low. Exactly. Do you, was it a, do you know what kind of blood panel it was, or was it just a, from your doctor? It was a OBG um, basic panel, mm-hmm. and then we did a deeper panel of all of the kind of fertility hormones. So, for example, um, FS, FSH, um, AMA, exactly. Okay. Luteinizing hormone that was coming later. Okay. So it's just a kind of like a general panel of all of the general hormones and progesterone was one of them on there. So we did the jumpstart of Provera period came back like clockwork, like she had said, and it was a very consistent kind of five day light to medium cycle. And it was happening very consistently from February till now, um, the 28th would be when it would start and it would be that perfect five day cycle for me at least. Um, so I was very happy to see that happen and kind of the tracking. And that was a really helpful start for me to start to understand where my body's at. Yes. And at that point thought, okay, we've got the period back. That's kind of part one. Let's start back on the ovulation strips. Let's see what my body is doing and, you know, try for this kind of timed intercourse again to kind of see if this is going to work Sure. and was not ovulating on my own. Mm-hmm. We figured that out mm-hmm. after about two to three months. And you had only taken the one cycle of Provera. One cycle. Okay. And at that point, went back and did a deeper panel of all of these hormones and realized my luteinizing hormone was super, super low. Mm. And that's what was causing me not to ovulate. And, you know, my doctor said, she's like, you know, your your body weight and body fat is in a good place. Could you afford to gain maybe three or five more pounds? Possibly. But I want you to do it in a slow way. Mm You're just naturally, it's hard for me to put on weight because- You're naturally so petite. You have a small right, frame. And right. like your ratios are probably proper, but they're, you're still a small human. Right. right. <laughs> you small still human. look like that. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't, and I wanted to do it in a way that was healthy. I'm not just, you know, going out and slamming quarter pounders. I mean, that sure. sounds great, but that's not going to lend to my lifestyle in general. Mm-hmm. So I started increasing some of my healthy fats and what did that look like for you just to get super specific? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, my, my regimen of my eating has been very consistent. I know we talked about that previously, but, um, in the morning with, with my eggs, I was adding in two or three avocados now on top of what I was eating with my eggs. Two or three avocados. Damn, yep. girl. And that was, I know it was, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, awesome. and that w- I started adding that in every other day for a month. And then now I'm doing that daily and no gut health reaction to that. But that was a big change. And that was the main change for me adding those in. Cause that was easy. They're quick to grab. I can do that really quickly and easily not have to think yeah. that's for yeah. me is, is ease and Good. You know, making it quick and easy for me is really sure. the name of the game where, yes, you can go in and do meals that have higher fats, but it was like, this is already working. So I'm just going to add on whatever works for you. Absolutely. And then the other kind of change was for my afternoon snack. I was doing, I have been doing a chia seed pudding that has some superfood chia seeds in it. And that has definitely added in some additional fats and, to, and I'm probably doing my fats are probably around 160 grams of fats um, right now which is which is a lot um, for me what I was doing in comparison and no you were you were on a bodybuilding diet (laughs) you were on a not diet I'm sorry but but you you yes regimen blended your your energy levels like that worked for you how much you were working out you needed 
you needed what you were doing. Absolutely. And the biggest thing for me is I did notice my, uh, the scale and my body fat was going up and I've kind of landed at another probably five pounds that I've added on, but I'm at peace with it. I'm your, I, you walked in, like your skin is so glowy and dewy. Your oh hair goodness. looks so thick. I don't even oh know if gosh. that's your real hair, but it looks like There are some extensions in here, so <laughs> I have to be honest, but I will but say, I good. do feel like that it has thickened. And even my hairstylist was like, I don't think we need that many extensions or any extensions. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you. But and like the whites of your eyes are so clear. You seem to, you seem so clear. Thank you. Well, I want to ask also from a, yeah. from a, body image perspective I think that seeing numbers on a scale change can be confronting absolutely I'd say really triggering for me to be honest and that's what I wanted to ask about because you've lived this life in a in x body and seeing the body fat percentage change when so much of your I don't want to say identity but a lot of your identity has been based around looking a certain way because that's that's how you've always looked Right. It's, it's, but it's your natural body. It's not forced. Absolutely. But what was it like to see body fat percentage and weight change? What we're going, even though you knew you had this amazing goal in mind and it's still an incredibly healthy weight, all is so good. It's, this is all about health, but in that mental shift. 100%. It was again, very triggering because I have suffered from eating disorders in the past, um, primarily restriction And that was years ago when um, I was cheering and it was, you know, you've got to be a certain weight. How quickly can you get that weight off and how can you maintain it? And, you know, uh, just that, that will stay with you forever. And I love that just kind of touching into where the program is now. The Panthers program has completely gone away from that. I'm Mm -hmm. so thankful to be a part of that. Come back in a healthy way to support the top cats on Mm -hmm. their health and wellness journey and thankful for the coach who has completely gone the opposite direction Mm -hmm. because that's where we need to be. And, but, but it's still, it's somewhere that sticks with you and you you see that, that number and it's an immediate jolt of how do I get this off? And it's like, Nope, you got to just breathe. You have to accept that these changes need to happen for you to be able to potentially conceive Mm -hmm. and really be at a healthy place for you with Mm -hmm. where you are going into your 35. My birthday's coming up. So when's your birthday? My birthday's September 14th. So it's coming up (gasps) and there'll be the big 35. And so it's like, that is your body's changing. Your hormones are changing and your weight and your body fat has to support that change and that, that growth as we're aging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think my, that my biggest takeaway was not overdoing it, just checking in. And for me, it was, um, every two weeks. All right, let's do a body fat check-in. I have to get the scale away because that was just changing way too frequently and just seeing that it's maintained where it's at. I'm in a good spot has been helpful and I've, I've kind of come to peace with it Mm -hmm. and my clothes don't fit any differently. So that was the biggest thing. That means, that means I feel like those fats are actually doing something for you. They're going to your brain and your, exactly where they need to go. Exactly. So I, I wasn't noticing a change in my clothing, which was very helpful to go, okay, there's, there's not just weight that's coming on. That's making you go up two or three sizes, mm-hmm. it's going to the right places to support what you ultimately want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And that's been, that was really the ultimate shift for me. And also understanding this is just the tip of the iceberg because if you do get pregnant, 
that is going to be an entire journey in itself. So you have to kind of accept where you are now to accept the future of what your body will do and, and change. And so I think that's been helpful to set me up for success because I think if I had come off of the IUD and gotten pregnant immediately, it would have been way more of a challenging mental shift and I wouldn't have been in a healthy headspace and body space to receive a pregnancy, mm. to be honest. Okay. Well, so, thank you for opening up about that. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of where I am now is we've got, um, I took a medication to kind of help with ovulation, which was very helpful and has its own, you know, uh, an initial side effects. Again, additional weight, a little bit of weight gain, mm-hmm. water weight initially, and then it kind of comes down. And we're on a good path to where my body is and where it needs to be. And we've started the, and I kind of like took a break. Like, I don't want to do these sticks right now. I just need a couple months to breathe. This is a lot. The nose and the negative tests initially mm. really did push me to kind of say, in the past it's been, do I want kids? And it's been, I do want kids. It's and like th- when that option is taken away from you, how do, how yes. do you react? If you feel calm and peaceful and fine about it, maybe that's telling. Otherwise, you're so right. You're it so was right. such a telling thing of I could literally flip a coin and be a parent or not. I could go either way. And I think when the coin was flipped, not with my doing of this is not happening right now, I was like, I, th- I think I really do want to go this route, even if it's not now, even if it's in a year. I'm in no rush, but I do know that being a parent is something that I want to experience at some point. And so we're kind of now back on the ovulation, um, checking with the sticks and now going to kind of see where does that take us in Mm -hmm. the next, you know, three, six months, possibly a year. And then we'll go from there. Girl, you're glowy today. Maybe you're, maybe you're ovulating today. (laughs) I think you're ovulating today. Who knows? I I gotta get, I I just kind of started back with the stick. So, um, I gotta check it today. I haven't checked today, so we'll see. (laughs) That's, it's so funny because when you, when we are ovulating, it is, I really do. I I track naturally on a a calendar and then I do the uh, thermometer as well just to check the basal body temperature. But it's pretty crazy. The couple days where you are ovulating and then the day that you do ovulate or two days, you feel unstoppable. You do. You're like, you do. I can do anything. And I've, I've started to feel things and listen, tune into my body that I wasn't feeling before because on, on the idea, I mean, I wasn't ovulating or even not ovulating. It's like, wow, I can really lean into, okay, there's a discomfort or a pain on the yeah, right tell side. me what that means. Okay, you can feel the burning when you're yes, ovulating on that one yes, side. Yes, I had never felt that before. Um, you know, period cramps, things like that, that had all kind of gone away. <laughs> Us mere mortals have been dealing with. Right, I'm like, wow, okay. But, but, you know, if I were to do it all again, and would I go beyond birth control, the pill, or an IUD? To be honest, probably not. If mm. I could do it all over again, I wouldn't have done it simply from the fact of, well, first of all, there's really only two days out of the month that you get pregnant. I mean, yes, of course. Apparently you, sperm stays in your body for the it, five days of your, and I'm just like, so, so let's say, let's I'm say, not on know, birth control. Five so I'm to like, seven <laughs> days, right? So yes, yes. for the most part that if I had just, if that was a concern for me, okay, let's like lean into being a little more careful. Yeah. But from a body standpoint, I think I would have been much more in tune with my body I could have even just been more empathetic to clients kind of coming in. I have period cramps, you know, not in the past that I would say, oh, you have period cramps, that's nothing. I would understand that, but it was harder to really be in their shoes when you're Mm -hmm. not experiencing that. And that's with anything in life, right? Mm -hmm. Really going through that and having my body go back to what it was like at 14 or 15. So crazy. It really allows you to kind of have that empathy for others and 
be able to give better, clearer sound advice when you're going through it yourself? When you, you started taking birth control a long time ago. So maybe how long ago? 20 years ago? Yeah. 20 years ago. I'd say. Isn't that crazy? It's absolutely crazy insane. to say. Absolutely insane. Uh, because there's so many different forms of birth control now. You have like different kinds of lube. You have a non-hormonal IUD. You right. have all these things. But I did have the non-hormonal IUD for almost six months. And I'm telling you, it. I wish so badly that it had been a good fit for me because I didn't want hormones. But I was in a ball for nine days. Like, And I, normally I push through. I, yes. I'm good. Girl, I was. it was the heaviest I was like hemorrhaging yes. the most insane pain. I was like, I, this is, I gotta go. It was, Absolutely. I was like, what's the point of having this? If I haven't felt, se- if I've felt sexy two days out of the month, exactly. It, this is not it. This is not it. 100%. Uh, okay. Speaking on birth control. Yes. You've been on it. You had been on it for 20 years. That is what you know. That's the body that you're familiar with. Have, has your, totally personal question. Sure. This is just where we're going. Yeah. Has your sex drive increased since you got off of birth control? Yes. So initially when I was on the pill, I sex drive was gone. Yeah. It was, and that was probably, um, around, you know, you know, when you're 14, 15, 16, 17, I mean, I, I don't think anything is going to stop you from what's going that's on with what the I'm hormones saying. I'm in like, your body. Oh, yes. So that's just an anomaly. So we're going to, you know, take that period of time kind of out of the picture. Sorry, mom and dad, but you know, that just is what it is. <laughs> um, but when you are, when I was, I would say 19, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So like a good four year period. I'd moved down to Charlotte, uh, around 21 I just graduated from college and you know was was working like crazy fitness made the made the team um my husband had moved here at the time and any he could touch my shoulders and I would just like shudder because I was there was just zero drive nothing nothing could could do the trick it was it was terrible I feel terrible. terrible I can't you know give him anything and you know he's so and you're kind. in this industry where you are a you're like a little sex pistol absolutely as a top cat and it's the complete opposite I'm like this is just a facade of who I am mm. I am in no way sexy or anything you're I like, don't, don't feel that me. way I don't um there's nothing going through this body that is giving <laughs> sexy at all and at that point I knew okay something's wrong so I went into my OBG and she's like that 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 is absolutely at the age you are uh that that should not be happening let's switch you to the uh Kylina IUD and let's give that a whirl and I said I'm open to anything tried that and it definitely came back and I would say it came back in a much better way, but it wasn't the full potential okay. by any means. Like okay. I, I kind of knew that, but then there's other things. But you I, were also starting at ground zero, so exactly. any improvement would have been good. Absolutely. Any improvement, I'm like, this is great. My yeah. husband's like, this is great. Yeah. We're happy, wonderful. But um, then there angel. were other things, you know, starting a business, you're grinding that. You know, I'm just tired from that. You wake up at 4 a.m., you have no sleep right. cycle. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was, I was going and cheering. I remember cheering on a Monday night football game. It was until I got home around 1 I had to be up at four for my first client at five. I mean, it's it, it was just absolutely insane what the schedule was. But also, it's not a normal. It's not like you're, and I'm not saying anything about any other career, but the adrenaline that you yes. feel as Monday night NFL football as a as a cheerleader as a dancer, that is 
a full-time job in one day. Like a, Absolutely. It was a week of work in one day. And it was, there was a lot of, I think, pressure on the organization, which then just transcends and kind of trickles down to every department because it was, it was, um, 2011, the, uh, draft pick was cam. So it was like, mm. there was a lot of excitement and buzz. And so it's like, Charlotte was to it. Be the best Charlotte is it. And, that kind of adrenaline and intensity, you leave and you're like, I'm on a high. Yeah, it was like, I get home at one, I'm like, I am amped the heck up. I'm just going to yeah, stay just up all stay night. Stay up all night and then go in and, and you can do that at, you know, 23, 24 a years old. times, yeah. But um, when, when that exhaustion hits, you kind of think, is it exhaustion? It's from that. It's not from being on the birth control. You don't really correlate. So eventually, you know, that improvement was there sex drive wise. But, and, you know, I've kind of known nothing else until coming off of the IUD, excuse me, and things have improved immensely. And there's definitely been another level up. And I'm so thankful for that because you don't even realize that that is, again, a possibility. And to connect with your partner, your spouse in that way is just amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful that I have that. It's so wild that all of this is happening at the time where your business is taking this transition. You're you're going on this, you're really turning inward, it seems. Yes. This has been a whole year of you just going inward, like what is best for me business-wise, what is best for me relationally. And it's so nice. Obviously, your partner is with you thick and thin. That's not a question. He seems like an absolute knock, not a knock. Gem of uh, a human. Uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Jackpot. jackpot. Uh, yes, yes. I was like, 10 out of 10, you know, All jackpot. Good things. Yes. <laughs> Seems like it. a sweetie. Uh, I did want to talk about that because as as bodies change, as people change, as, as careers change, friendships, relationships evolve, what has it been like? You said your partner was super, super, what is his name? I'm sorry. Robert. Robert. Yeah. Okay. Sweetie Robert. Yes. You have been with him for... Gosh, we have been together since 2011. Wow. So since, well, actually, well, let me back up. We met in 2000, uh, 2007. Okay. And on and off throughout kind of our college, he he went to the same school as me and then transferred down to Coastal Carolina um, to, I went to a very small D3 school and it was like, this is not it for me. I want to party. I want to have fun. I want to experience college. Yeah. You know, he's getting in trouble for, you know, having alcohol in his dorm on day two. It's like, yeah, this is not going to be it for me. For me, having a small school was, was the move. And we were on and off. We did long distance. Uh, that had its challenges. And in 2011, my sister lived in Charlotte. I wanted to be close to her, but and have some space for my parents, originally from the Northern, Northern Virginia area, moved down here and kind of said, I was like, hey, like I'm in Charlotte, would love for you to join me. And he's like, you know what? There's nothing holding me back from making this move. Let's do it. And we moved into a, um, a it was like a 600 or 700 square foot studio. The and two lived of there, you. The two of us. And then eventually moved into a one bedroom and, um, you know, have been together literally ever since and had lots of ups and downs lots of highs and lows I mean I am the first to admit my marriage is not perfect and we have had no one's is but I will say the one thing that has been consistent is his support of me my dream the and the business Mm -hmm. and I will always be thankful for him I mean he has given up so much to have me host clients in our home 
with our bedroom right above the <laughs> studio at 5.30 in the morning, you know, blasting rap music. And, you know, I, I was losing my voice at the time. I'm like, I got to put on like a little microphone. That's going up into our bedroom. And he's just he's like, like I love this her. is how the day her. starts. I, I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. That support and then to build this mother-in-law suite on our property and literally clients are coming, driving in and out all day long. He's like, okay, when can I get my car out? I've got to pick up the dog poop and make the house look nice. I mean, I will never forget, Eliza, when Olivia Colpo was coming (laughs) for her first session to my home. Wait, can you give, for anyone who doesn't know who Olivia Colpo is. Yes, so Olivia Colpo is, you know, the icon of all icons. She is the fiance now to Christian McCaffrey, who was on the Panthers for years. Now he's playing for the 49ers, and I see her... I don't see her as frequently, but I've got to see her a lot this summer, which was amazing. Um, but she came on board as a Westcap client when she was visiting Charlotte mm-hmm. and has been, you know, kind of a fan of ours and a fan of hers for years. So cool. But um, she was Sports Illustrated, Miss Universe. I mean, just yeah. the it girl. Yeah. And she's just an absolutely amazing human. And shout out, Olivia. Shout out to Olivia. Love her all day. Um but she was coming for her first session, had never met her in person. The studio was being built, the um, West-kept uh, storefront. And I'm telling my husband, I'm like, she is coming. We have got to get this house. And the the, he's, he's outside mowing the lawn early in the morning. He's picking up, you know, the dog poop. He's, like, making sure everything is, like, in full bloom, that everything is shining. And uh, Nothing will make you clean a house or take a trip to Lowe's, change your identity than having guests over. Yes. And I'm like, this is just those little things that people never see behind the scenes. And uh, she's like pulls in and she's like, hey, I'm here. You know, we we buzz our gate open. And um, I'm like texting my husband. I'm like, she's driving in and a fucking Aston Martin into (laughs) our house that, you know, is, you know, we're in a transitional area. And... I'm like, this is, this is, if she stays, if she sees me for who I am in this workout and can look beyond kind of just where she's taking this session. If she can see me for me. We're, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be homies. We're going to ride it to the end. And she didn't even think twice. She's like, this is so cool. I love that you have this at your house. That's so smart. It just doesn't miss a beat. So down to earth. But and he, you know, he, she leaves and he's like, you know, how did it go? I'm like, everything was amazing. And I can't thank you enough for your support, mm. prepping the house and all that goes into supporting this dream of your wife, who's just a entrepreneur and it's taken a lot and it takes a lot, a toll on the relationship when you're working 24 seven and he's never made me feel guilty once for saying, Hey, I got to take on this extra client. I've got to be at the studio. If anything, it's been, Hey, you want me to ride with you? Do you want me to, you know, come and help, you know, fix things up? Like a couple of weeks ago we went, um, Olivia said, she's like, Hey, I'm here. Do you want to come up and do a session at the lake house? And you know, that's like an hour drive up there, an hour there, and then an hour back. And I told my husband, I'm like, Hey, you know, we're, I got it. I'm going to do this. It's going to be on Saturday and a Sunday. And he's like, why don't I drive with you? I'll hit up Costco while you're there. I'll do some shopping. I'll pick you back up. We can make it like a date. Let's oh, make work a date. He I like, is a, uh, uh, what is it called? An optimist. A yes. Forever optimist. I was like, I would have never have thought of that. It would have just been, hey, I'm going to be gone for these three hours. I'll catch you on the flip side. And he's really tried to put himself into the business to see where he can support me, where we can spend time together, even if it's there's some work involved and make mm-hmm. it fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm so appreciative of that because I am a stress ball and it's like, 
hard for me to just relax and enjoy and to have someone who's like, hey, just chill out for this hour. I'm going to drive. You just chill. Let's let's connect. That's really cool and special. And I need that. He is a man. That is a, I, I'm, that's it. That's Absolutely. a man. He is someone who will show up, not complain, be stoic, and then say, I know how to he knows you. He sees 1, you. 1000%. He is a results solution driven individual where mm-hmm. I'm like, something's messed up. I'm panicking. He's like, babe, here's like a couple of solutions. We got this. Let's figure it out. And I'm like, okay, that's all I needed to hear. Help me. That's work the kind of this. man who needs to father the children. 100%. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Because I am, I'm, I think, you know, a kid would be coughing. I'm like, he's dying. We've got to take him to the ER. And it's like, hang on. Like, let's let's, let's, let's figure this out. And you need a yin to your yang. And I think there's definitely been times during our relationship I've doubted, can we make it through this? Mm. Um, Are we going to be able to push through? And I think in this time, in this society, it's, is the grass greener on the other side? And it, people are so quick to not work through their problems. And I'm the first to say therapy, individual, couples therapy. Even it, when it's good. Not absolutely. just as a pro- You've got to continue when it's good. That's the hardest part. That's, that's, it's like, oh, well, I've gotten the body that I want to get or I've reached the weight that I want to get. So now I can change up my programming. No, that's when you, that's when you keep it consistent. That's when you go. When things are going well, that way you have good shit to talk about because it's impossible to remember the good stuff when you're going through the bad stuff. Absolutely. I can't recommend it enough. And mm. if anyone is ever interested in a individual or a couple therapist, I have two great recommendations. Um, I credit them for helping, you know, not, not save my marriage, but help us get through times that I don't know if we had had the guidance, Mm. would we have been able to get through? Mm. Mm. Um, so I have two amazing recommendations. Happy to share those in the show notes as well, um, with you and with your audience because yeah, we'll have to talk about those. Yes. Having guidance outside of you and your perspective is necessary. And I think those people, those, those individuals, therapists have helped me see, I've always been a, I've in my past, I've been a black and white person. You're a good person. You're a bad person. Mm. You're a hard worker. You're lazy. And they have helped me see there is so much gray. Yeah. Things are so complicated. Your upbringing is going to influence mm-hmm. decisions you make, behaviors that you you embody and mm-hmm. you present. And life is gray. It's complicated. And are you willing to put in the work to see the results in your marriage, in your personal relationships? This week's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com. When I was going through a really tough period in my life of not being able to process anxiety, not even understanding that I was having anxiety, I was having panic attacks, I was struggling with my skin, I was struggling with sleep, countless nights where anxious thoughts would keep me up, keep me racing, and then I would be running off of adrenaline the next day. And I kept putting myself through these situations, these relationships, these conversations, these jobs that led me into these habits and these different negative thought patterns. But I knew that I needed to get out of it. And that is when I decided to try BetterHelp. BetterHelp is therapy and it gives you a place to do just that get out of some of those negative thought patterns. You can get out of these cycles and some of these thought patterns and find some type of mental and emotional peace. If you've ever thought about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
All you have to do is fill out a quick questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you need to switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, you can do that. I think so often we go in and if we don't have the best experience with a therapist, then we automatically give up. BetterHelp is great for that. You can always switch around if you need someone who fits you in a different way. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Hotter Than Health today to get 10% off of your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hotter Than Health. You will not regret it. What is, what is a realization that you have had based on the way that you were raised nature versus nurture what is something that you believe is so based in nature that it's based in your dna that you have had to work on what wow there's a lot to be honest what's um, the first thing that comes to mind first thing i'd say the, f- the first two things so the first would be for me family has always been number one and my mom is was born in sicily it's like that family italian we love each other so hard. We ride for each other no matter what. Family comes first always. What I don't think I realized is at 30 or 31 or 32, my family is now my husband. And there were so many times and so many challenges of, well, my parents think this and my parents have told me this. I'm going to go with this. And my husband's like, hey, I love those suggestions. I love those ideas. But what about how I feel I'm and my team. thoughts? I'm your family now. Mm. And it took me time to understand my husband has to be my priority and my family has to fit in and we could all be together. Mm. But family, the definition has changed. So that was kind of one area that was a big adjustment for That's me. That's huge. Huge. That is huge. And I can't tell you how many times I think it felt like I was taking my parents' side without even knowingly realizing it. It was just it was just embedded in who I was. His reality is I am second. I am not the a priority. And then he's there's this whole uh, cognitive dissonance where he's like, she is my priority, but I don't feel that way. But in your reality, this was just what was right. Absolutely. So uh, observing other people's realities is amazing. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So the family. And I'd say number two is, um, this is more on his side that I've had to help him see, but he grew up like school of the hard knocks, mm. divorced parents, um, a- addict as a father, very challenging upbringing, um, very low socioeconomic um, income. I grew up in a middle class, never had to think twice. Where's my next meal coming from? My parents both did really well, set me up for success. And from his perspective, I think he experienced an imposter syndrome mm. of Marissa is this perfect family, perfect upbringing. She uh, puts her mind to it. She gets it done. She comfortable with finance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She accomplishes everything she sets her mind to. I am not deserving of this individual. And I had to work to show him I am perfectly imperfect. I am not perfect. Here are all the ways I am not perfect. And just showing up to show him I am not this perfect individual that you think I am. I have my own flaws. They're here and I recognize them and I'm working on them. And we're two imperfect people working together. Mm. 
And I think helping him realize that has helped me embrace being imperfect because, um, fun fact, September birthday, I'm a Virgo. We are perfectionist by nature. So it's like this perfect um, image that I like to portray to everybody. It's not reality. Uh, I, I know I have my faults and recognizing them and then realizing them and trying to work on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm a control freak. I've recognized that and I'm working on it. How can I relinquish control with still having a sense of a say in whatever I'm involved in, um, whether that's business or personal? I am a workaholic and then in not acknowledging that balance. And there's just all of these different flaws that I'm learning to embrace and it's not a negative to say I am imperfect and I'm realize them and I'm working on them and I think there's beauty in the imperfections Mm. and that's been tough to to realize for me and to start to also portray because I think in business and like for example Instagram in the past if you look back through the West Cup Instagram it's a perfectly curated snapshot of who the business is and who I wanted to portray to the community and we've got we hired a a videographer and a social media kind of strategist to show more of reality reality is in perfection and it's been fun to lean into that on the West Cup Instagram and even my own personal Instagram I think mine is more perfectly curated because I have more control over that Mm -hmm. but I'm learning to just kind of go that's not my best photo that's not the the perfect caption, but you know what? But it's authentic. It's to authentic to who I am and who the brand is. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just those are kind of the main areas that I have realized um, I'm leaning into and I'm um, showing up in a different capacity. So those are the big areas. Okay. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> I love it. I love it, and it's it's interesting because oftentimes. We, it, it's easy for us to say, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I get those things where, yes, that is true. But can you also observe that other people who are imperfect are still coming with the best of intentions? Like the, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. It, it, it is. So being able to observe that this reality is real for this one. This reality is real to me. And they might look completely different, but they're happening simultaneously. How can we, how can we just translate? How can we translate? And, and that has been something personally that I've thought if I could go back in the past and simply understand that we don't need to always agree, but we need to be able to understand. Absolutely. There needs to be, we need to be able to understand what we're both thinking so that we can see where we're coming from so that we can build forward. Otherwise it's under the rug. Definitely. And leading with, um, I think that's so key in personal relationships, business and marriage, friendships, leading with, and and, and being able to say, you know, these are things that make me uncomfortable. Mm. And the other person saying, these are things that make me uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. not being immediately hurt by them and saying, you know, I can recognize that and I can work on it if I care about you is really, really key. And a boundary is not me shutting you out. It's actually, it's actually the opposite. It's, it's me letting you know, this is how I respect myself. This is how, but also it, okay. Is this a boundary or is this just, I don't feel like doing this right now. Right. So let's not throw that term around loosely. Definitely. I have boundaries, I have boundaries and I get that. But also sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do sometimes. Definitely. There is that fine line. Absolutely. You touched on something earlier that I think you're the perfect person to speak on. 
in some ways, other ways, I think that you're coming in a little blind to this question. Sure. But you have a good uh, you have a good audience and you have good people around you that could help with this answer. What would you say to let's say one of your clients who is a single you have mostly female clients. Yeah. A single female in her 20s or 30s, let's say 25 to 35. Single maybe on the dating apps, has been single for a while and, and feels like, hey, I've been focusing on myself. I've been bettering myself, all these things. But in the dating world, it really is. Grass is always greener. Hey, you are amazing. I've never met anyone like you. You make me feel so good. But after this date, I'm going to hop back on the dating apps and set up yeah. another one. Be like, like, hey, you're awesome. You are now number one on my roster. I'm going to keep figuring this out until I've narrowed out all their options. And that's not how it works. Right. But what are your, what's your thought on grass is greener approach? What have you been seeing? And definitely. Yeah. I think I'm, I've been out of the game a little while. That's so I'm a I little mean. rusty. But I will say I'm, I'm talking with clients friend, all day long who are single, who are in this yeah. situation. We always often like, you're a little rusty, but like, what do you think? And I'm like, hey, I'm here to, I'm here to support, here to comment, guide, give you my feedback. I think that it's definitely hard to meet people these days in general, um, on the apps, in, in person. It's just, it's hard. It's not the same when it was 15 years ago or when you are in school you're at somewhat of an advantage but you're also the disadvantage is you're immature right so there's there's benefits pros and cons to meeting somebody later in life and going through those experiences later in Mm -hmm. life I think that 1000% I don't think I've met anyone who the grass is greener on the other side maybe one person who's an anomaly but I think that if you have met someone that you are you're feeling there's a good vibe there lean into it give them the, your full attention and mm-hmm. see it through because you're going to be distracted if you're on an app or you're always searching for that next mm-hmm. best thing mm-hmm. you don't want to settle but if there's are some more pros than cons and they're aligning with your values you're enjoying the conversation you both respect each other you both respect each other i think those are that's enough to see that through and if there's some red flags that start popping up Turn your attention elsewhere and move on, but lean into it. Give the person a chance because you never know what you can, you will end up seeing or could happen between you and that person. And I also think that there are, where it's such a quick paced, fast, you know, uh, this is a red flag of moving on. This is a red flag of moving on. It's like, slow down, enjoy that time. And also reminding, I think the tough part is, so many women are so heavily influenced by their friends. I know how I've been in the past and I love where I'm at now because I am not a, I never have been a go out party person. And I think that there was a phase of my life where I definitely did do that. And I would like go home and I'd be like, this isn't me and it feels inauthentic, but like, that's what everyone's doing. I don't have another avenue or outlet to, to meet people. And so I'm yeah. just going to keep riding this path. Don't be afraid to, do who you are. Even if it's alone Exactly. For a while. I think that's the, the best piece of advice I can give someone, even if it feels like a lonely path in the mm-hmm. interim. 
find ways to lean into that because that's how you're going to discover really who you are. Mm. And you're what not going to be joy when you're alone. Yeah. Yes. What brings you, that's such a great uh, question to leave in your mind. Well, you know, what brings you joy when you're alone? What do you feel the happiest doing? If that is and not just like love Island, right? Know? Exactly. <laughs> not just like binging on, you know, Cause that's that you can, we can all do that. Exactly. You know, wh- whether that's going for a walk with, with a, with a pet, whether that is reading a book that really gets your mind stimulated or cooking, it's different for every person. But I think we're so heavenly influenced by our friends. Come out. What are you doing? Don't stay home. Don't be a buzzkill. I've heard those terms hundreds, thousands of times. And it's like, you know, this is just what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And to lean into that and not be afraid to live your truth. Mm-hmm. Because I really mean this, and I know it's cheesy, but I truly, truly mean this. Your vibe attracts your tribe. So mm-hmm. if your vibe is, you know, heavily influenced, those are the people who are going to dominate you and dominate where your trajectory of your life is going to go. Yeah. Versus you being able to kind of find those people that lift you up, support your individuality and your goals and your likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Those people, even if it's a smaller crew, are going to end up being the best fit for you and then end up again influencing the trajectory of your growth in your life we're 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 in our 30s now and we hear that and then we also heard it from our parents when we were yes. six years old hey don't hang out with so-and-so at school because i they're bad news or whatever it is and right. or or i can tell that your attitude is changing who have you been hanging out with exactly and it, it it's such a good it's such a good lesson and i think such that it's it's do what makes you happy but also, if you're not even sure what it is that makes you happy, if something makes you unhappy or lowers your vibration, lean away from that and it will naturally turn you into things that you enjoy. I 100%. Because it's when we do have all these numb out capabilities, we have, and especially as it starts, it's going to start to get colder. We'll be inside more. There's going to be a little less of that. It's going to be really easy to turn on the TV. It's going to be easy to just scroll, scroll, scroll. And we could spend hours doing that. And that's going to create our life. So if we say, okay, if I know that going out and drinking late doesn't make me feel good, then instead of doing what's easy, maybe I'll just get quiet for a minute, see where I lean, see what, and, and go with that. Absolutely. And I think like for me going out with friends and at the start of the night, going out to dinner, that is fun for me and does kind of fill up my cup. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Hey, when things are starting to get crazy, I'm going to roll out. It was yep. great to see you. I loved hanging with you. I don't mind being the boring one that goes home early. Absolutely. I'll be fun at dinner and then I'm going to go. Absolutely. Home. And I think that's great too. So if that feels more authentic to you, don't be heavily influenced by people who are pushing you in the wrong direction. Yeah. And exactly what you said, if you don't know what, what fills you up yet, that's okay. I'm still learning myself. I, I have a few things that do, but I'm, I'm expanding and adding to that. But if you know that something's not filling you up or it's taking you in the wrong direction, lean away from it and you will naturally get yeah. back on that path to self-happiness. That way you're not at least expending that energy on something you know you do not like. You can at least leave it in the reserves so that when something does come along that you might like, you can spend the energy there. 100%. Yeah. You're, we, we have an emotion. We have an energetic cap. Quota. definitely and and it will, it will go down and if we spend it on things that we really don't need then it's it's wasteful uh, in a way absolutely and I think that's my that's my I think you're right I am somewhat going in blind to the dating world but I do understand your self-confidence mm. is so tied up in 
the meeting of this new partner and mm. things like that and you're finding validation it's very easy to find validation in others versus yourself and I hear it all the time with my with my clients you know we talk about it all the time so somewhat blind since I've been out of the game but do hear it and talk about it a lot and it's very yeah. prevalent it's it's not easy, especially to restart or someone who's gone through a divorce. I mean, yeah. th those are, that is highly traumatic. And it's mm -hmm. hard to rebrand yourself after something like that has happened. Mm. So it's very common in what I see in my work all the time. That's why I was curious on your perspective because it's just, and you see people in a space where they're so vulnerable with you working on their physical body and, and they are at their most vulnerable. They're putting all their trust in you for uh, 50 minutes a day, one hour yes. a day. And it's therapy in so many ways. It 100% is. It's it's literally physical and mental therapy. I mean, I've had clients that they have come in and they're like, I am absolutely, I'm not in a place to work out. I didn't want to miss. Can I walk on the treadmill? Can I kind of fill you in what's going on? Absolutely. Let's, let's kind of, oh, yeah. let's Sounds do great. that. And then normally after about 10, 15 minutes, I'm able to kind of bring them into a, a light workout space. They're moving, they're feeling better. I'm not going to solve all their problems in 15 minutes, like, you know, or an hour, but I'm able, if they can leave feeling better, feeling like they can take on the day and they're not in such a dark space for me, that's the most fulfilling part of what I do. And mm. I see it, people coming in in that headspace more often than not. Mm. Well, the fact that you're holding space for these people and that you are a container for these people while being able to sustain that type of energy that you give is a true testament to you being able to listen but not fully you can you can listen and understand but I heard someone say be like a screen not a sponge you yes. can go through it it can go through you and you can feel it clearly but you don't have to hold on to it absolutely because I think I'm right at the perfect place for me in my work because I can be somewhat of a screen of course I think about these people of when course. they leave, I'm like, you know, I wonder how they're doing. I'll check in on them. But you got to take care of you too. Absolutely. That's and if I, I, I can't imagine what a, a therapist deals with. I, I would, I would not be able to do, be, live in that role because it would be too intense. Mm. However, I'm at the perfect spot to be a screen. Mm -hmm. And um, I, we talked to that about with our trainers. Hey guys, I want to wa watch your schedule. I want to be mindful of your schedule because this work is highly draining. And I want to make sure you're okay to go in on this really intense, demanding client schedule and be able to give them what they need because you need to also recharge and recuperate because it is highly draining. It is. It's something I don't think we think about. And I try to check in with them and make sure their schedule seems reasonable because it's a lot. It's but a lot. And we've got to make sure that they're doing okay. Our staff, that are this paramount importance to mm, me. That's, that is a paramount reason why you are so great at what you do Thank and why you. you're such a great business owner and developer and with that I know we're getting to the end to if you were to leave your West Kept crew slash the hotter than health crew with words of wisdom you said in the beginning you said your mantra was just live authentically but what would you say is a, another mantra that you live by or or something that you have really been leaning into recently sure I think that there's a couple things. I think that I love to live authentically because that's something that we can all practice daily. Mm -hmm. But I think that um, finding finding happiness in the the silly little daily things really does help you find that gratitude. I can't tell you how many times a day 
I'm in a, you know, a shitty mood. I'm just like, you know, something crazy's happened. Something's popped off at the studio or, um, or you get a parking ticket. Like yes, some, something like that. Something so silly that really can just kind of throw off your whole day. And the old me, it would have. And yeah, I'm not perfect. There's still parts of the day where it's like, dang, you know, that really did annoy me. But taking some time to, you know, live in that annoyance and go, okay, well, what are one or two things that just I am thankful for today? I am proud of today that I've been able to do or get through. And when I kind of go into that and, you know, if I'm driving to the studio and I'm, I'm you know, wow, this is going to be a really grind of a day or whatever it is, I'm like, you know, I'm thankful I get to do this grind because other people are stuck in a job that they're miserable, they hate, mm-hmm. they can't get out of. You're choosing this. I'm every day. choosing this. I'm grateful. And if you need to scale your schedule back down further, all right, sister, do it. So finding those little moments of gratitude for me is just kind of another mantra and kind of life hack that I'm trying to find and encourage others to try to do that because it's so easy to get caught up in the negative and when you can just simple things. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm grateful that it's a sunny day today. I'm grateful that we're going into fall because Lord knows I hate the summertime. I'm not a summer girl. I'm a fall girl. I know. I know. I know. My sister's like a super summer girl. She's like, I can't believe it. Like I'm, I'm so over this already thinking about, you know, the cold weather. There was a breeze yesterday morning. I was like, no. Oh girl. I, I could be, I could live in Montana. No question. And like thrive. Okay, I'm fine with that because of the dry. Yes. I love the dry. Yes. I don't need humid cold. Right, this right. Is, that's different. Totally. So for me, it's like, okay, I'm getting thankful. Even though it is 90 degrees outside, I'm thankful that we're going into a season that's going to bring me happiness and uh, joy. Mm. So those little moments of gratitude are just my keys to success. And I always recommend others to try to do the same because mm. it will really turn your whole day and your whole energy field around damn girl (laughs) thank you so much for being here absolutely thanks for having me this was such a fun conversation good you're easy you're easy you you. you know how to rock a mic too like you know what to do but it's it's just fun to to be able to touch on some of these personal topics and so thanks for giving me the the time and uh, the platform to do it so thank you and we are going to do a giveaway for anyone who is a Charlotte local, the West Cap. There's a studio right down the street from us. Do you, what are the cross streets so the people know exactly yes, where they are? Yes, it's Harding Place and Moorhead. So right across the street from uh, the kind of the hospital system, mm-hmm. and then um, near Midtown and across the street from uh, that kind of big Midtown complex mm-hmm. where uh, there's all kinds of fun businesses. So like we're just right in this little cross. <laughs> yeah, it's a great spot. Okay, so we're going to be doing a one month unlimited membership for one local. Charlatan. That's a huge giveaway. Amazing. That yes, is a huge giveaway. They get 260 value and you can come as many times as you want in a month to try all the intervals, instructors, and really see what we're about. West Cap's amazing. Okay, so if you are interested in winning that, then go on to the most recent Instagram on Hotter Than Health podcast on it. Yeah, on Instagram. Leave your favorite part of this episode, tag a friend, and any comment will be entered in as an entry. We're also going to be doing a one month, not a one month. One month. No, you're right. Oh, it is a one month. Okay. A one month online unlimited streaming program for anyone who's listening in Charleston and Australia and LA or wherever you are, you can also win. So love it. It'll be great. We'll give away two lucky winners and that'll be done by the end of next week. So around the first 
of September. Perfect. What a great way to kick off fall season. Oh my God. Stop. Stop. I'm excited <laughs> for football. I'm excited for, a, I love changes in weather, but then once the novelty of the change is worn off, I'm like, I'm freezing. This is no, totally. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You're awesome. And we'll have to have you on again and learn more about what's happening with the fertility journey. Absolutely. In, in a couple months from now. I'll keep might, you posted. It might be a very different conversation. All right. Well, let's go test if you're ovulating and we'll <laughs> talk to you all next Thursday. Heading home now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. If you haven't already, hop over to Spotify or wherever you are listening to this episode. Click follow. If you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you hit subscribe as well as leave us five stars and a review. That is the best way for people to find the Hotter Than Health podcast. It is greatly appreciated, seen, felt, and just appreciated. Truly, truly it is. Again, don't forget to enter into this week's episode giveaway. We're giving away one unlimited West Kept Secret membership for a month, as well as one unlimited streaming online membership for a month. So you don't have to be a Charlotte local to win, but anyone can get fit. All you have to do is comment on Hotter Than Health's podcast on Instagram, the most recent Instagram post. Leave your favorite part. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you loved. Tell us your favorite part and you'll be entered into win. Any comment, any person you tag is going to be entered in as a separate entry. So lots of great chances to win and I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next Thursday.